You're listening to episode number 25 of the Boys Built Better podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about our personal story with depression. Welcome to the Boys Built Better podcast. I'm Jessica, a mom of three boys who is just trying to do things better. I'm coming to you from Fort Collins, Colorado, where I live with my husband, our boys, and a whole lot of four-legged friends. I'm here to share my thoughts on raising boys in today's world, find answers to your parenting questions, and chat with experts about building happy, healthy boys. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening today. Today I am giving you a snippet of what kind of stories you might hear from me on Patreon. For those of you who don't know it, Patreon is a place where creators can go to help get supporters and for your support you can get things like bonus audio content, which is what I'm going to be posting. I've been struggling, and I talk about this in the audio clip, but I've been struggling with how to share I am happy to talk with anybody about any kind of item of my life. That's probably why I started a podcast. Uh, but what what I realized when I started the show is that I also need to be respectful of my children's wishes. And I'm trying to balance telling our story in order to help somebody else or our little stories, the day-to-day kind of mundane things here and there or interesting things that come up or the reason why I'm um, – choosing to do an episode on something like depression, which I did a couple of uh, weeks ago, is um, that there's a lot of things that I am posting about that I felt like we went through and um, I could have handled differently. And and so I struggle with interviewing the expert and um, also being able to tell our story because I think hearing personal stories is important. But I also am trying to respect my children's privacy and figuring out how much of that to make public and how much um, to keep to ourselves. So what um, I'm working on going forward is I have a Patreon page, and I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, It's a great place for you to support the show if you like it. Um, You can uh, sign up for different levels, tiers, in terms of donating each month to Boys Built Better, which will allow me to continue to create all of this content. Um, But one of the... Uh, tiers is going to have um, bonus audio content associated with that. And I've got a snippet of that for you today, what you can expect to hear on Patreon. And it's where I'm going to talk to my kids and also tell our personal story about how things felt or what was really happening behind the episode or examples of um, one of the the next uh, audio snippets I'm going to be posting on Patreon is an example of a consent conversation that I had with my son a couple weeks ago and I, or not even that, a couple days ago. And I I feel like um, maybe those things will be helpful as a parent. You might want to hear based on what I've learned from the experts, how I'm changing my parenting or what that looks like in our personal life. So the example I've got for you today, I've got our first audio snippet that I've posted to Patreon and it's our personal story with depression, a little bit more in depth of what that looked like and how that felt and some decisions I made. And if you like it, go on over to patreon.com slash boys built better and sign up to become a Patreon. Um, the other thing that I will tell you before we cut on over to my um, first Patreon uh, exclusive clip is that the only place you're going to get new content throughout the summer, I'm going to be taking July off to be with my kids. Um, I found it very difficult to produce episodes with them hanging around. Uh, so you're going to be hearing um, in the month of July some 
uh, oldies, but goodies, <laughs> where I am going to be recording some of my own personal feelings and thoughts after um, hearing some episodes, but I am going to be um, in July posting some old episodes with a little bit of new commentary, and then we'll start back with new episodes in July. But I am also going to be posting in July on Patreon some snippets of audio that are new um, and exclusive to those Patreon users. So if you would like to continue to get new content in July, um, definitely stay tuned for my comments on some of the episodes and how I've changed my parenting, but also you will be hearing some new stuff over on Patreon. So with that, why don't I cut on over to that first Patreon exclusive clip? Hey, Patreons, it's Jessica. I'm here chatting today. I thought I would do a little uh, recap on my memory of our personal experience with depression. It was something that, uh, if you listen to our episode on depression a few weeks ago, I, I had this real urge to tell our personal story about depression. Um, because I feel like that to me is something that I would want to hear. I want to hear from the doctor. I want to hear all about the actual symptoms and and how it gets diagnosed and like the nuts and bolts. But I also want to know what it was like for somebody to go through it because I feel like sometimes seeing hearing somebody else's personal story kind of can help you see it better than maybe if you would, uh, than just hearing about it from a doctor from like a medical standpoint, you kind of want to know what it looked like. And I, w- I wanted, I was struggling during that interview to ask the questions that I needed to ask in terms of like just getting you guys the information. But also I wanted to tell as it was coming up, I kind of wanted to tell our story. Um, and so I thought that moving forward, that Patreon would be a really great place for me to tell our personal story. Um, also I think it kind of respects my children's privacy a little bit. So Patreon, as you know, you need to be a member to hear this audio. And, um, I, I think it allows me to be a little bit more, um, open and honest with you here. Um, while also not making necessarily my kids' personal stories public. That being said, um, I, I'm going to be sharing this episode, uh, with the public just so that people get an idea of the kind of content that they hear on Patreon. So just as a disclaimer, I have my son's total uh, permission to do, (laughs) to do this. But, um, so I just kind of want to talk about, but my, it's my oldest son who is currently 12, um, that was diagnosed with depression a year ago and he was diagnosed with moderate depression. So not severe, um, if, if we're talking about mild, moderate to severe. So he was diagnosed with moderate, which to me, and I'm not the doctor, this is not a medical podcast, we talked to the doctor already. To me, um, what that means is that we kind of ignored it until it got to a moderate situation. So when it was mild, I wasn't really, uh, I want. I don't want to say I wasn't seeing it because I think I did see it. I knew when we went to the doctor, I already knew that he was depressed, right? But it, it was, it, it was, it got to moderate before I actually sought out medical attention. So um, what that means to me is that there was a time where my child was in the mild category and depressed and we were sort of ignoring it. Um, So I just kind of want to talk about what all of that looked like. So first of all, I think that my son, he was diagnosed last year at this time. um, And I think he had had it for maybe a year and a half or a couple of years and, or it, it started because I kind of could just see it in him. And the doctor in that episode talks about 
noticing some changes in your child. Maybe they're withdrawing a little bit or disinterested. And I would say for sure my son was disinterested in things like specifically social situations. And he'd always been pretty social, but as he got more and more depressed, he kind of withdrew a little bit and was playing more and more video games. And that would definitely be something that I noticed. Um, and it, it kind of coincided along with some challenges in school when he was in the middle of fourth grade. He was like, diagnosed at the end of fifth grade. When he was in the middle of fourth grade, he started having some behavior problems. Now, he has since been diagnosed, which is totally information for another episode. He's since been diagnosed with ADHD. And I think some of this emotional stuff kind of coincides with that. Um, and I think that really kind of reared its head in the middle of fourth grade. And he was being singled out in class for misbehaving, for not paying attention. And I think to me, that's really where it all sort of started, where school became a harder and not as enjoyable and a place where you would get in trouble more often and called out. So to me, his kind of path to becoming uh, moderately depressed happened in the middle of fourth grade. And then um, fifth grade is really where things started to kind of tumble out of control. But if you were, I already said, he didn't get diagnosed till the end of fifth grade. So we had like a good year for it to kind of spiral a little bit. Um, I knew something was wrong. He had started to have some trouble with friends. He didn't want to go to school. Um, he came home crying from school a couple of times. And we just kind of, I just kind of wrote it off as like kids being kids or not really having a problem. And this was in conjunction with also struggling academically, um, that ADHD piece really kicked in for him in, um, I told you it was late fourth grade, but that fourth grade teacher was really willing to support him still with organizational stuff. And in fifth grade, that teacher was not. And his, he struggled with his supplies. He struggled with um, keeping on top of his assignments. He was losing assignments that he swore he did and he had to do them over again. And that didn't feel good. So that was a piece of the puzzle. So in fifth grade, his birthday's in November. Um, and so at that uh, would have been his 11th birthday, I remember talking to you, mentioning it to the doctor and her that he might be depressed. And it was just a small conversation about how he felt if he wanted any help. And he kind of brushed it off and I brushed it off because it wasn't really something that I felt like I knew how to deal with. And I thought they were just going to give me medication, which wasn't the case. Um, so we kind of, it was the first time I had talked to a doctor about it, but I think we both kind of, I think I talked to the doctor about it because I knew something was going on, but I also didn't want to deal with it. So, and <laughs> neither did my son because my memory is that he's sort of like, no, I'm fine. I don't need help. Um, and so then from there, um, he had a couple of other things happen at school. He wound up, his teacher had a baby. He wound up with a substitute that was really struggling with his class. And he had to get through that for three months. And he got even more and more behind on work. Um, and we were going through something really challenging with his middle brother who had been struggling with his behavior. And so home got really stressful. And that really just fueled into this already feeling depressed and taking it to a whole nother level. Uh, the straw that broke the camel's back for us was that um, he was crying. He was crying in his room, and he was out of control crying um, and saying, I don't know why I'm crying. I can't stop. And I said, we might need to go to the doctor. And he said, okay. And I think it was that combination of this out of control crying that really scared me, knowing in my heart that I knew, you know, like I knew something was going on with him that we had ignored. And that out of control crying moment was was the moment where I said, okay, I got to 
I, it's my, it's on me now to get him to a doctor. But also this point where he said, yes, okay, let's go. You know, he was ready to face it too. And I made a doctor's appointment that day. I think we were even within the doctor's office um, within a couple of days of this incident. Uh, and we had switched doctors at the time. So we actually were seeing the doctor that I interviewed. And, and he handled the whole situation so well. It's one of the reasons why I chose to interview him. Um, so at that doctor's appointment, you know, we, we are there because specifically I want to talk about depression. Uh, and I think that probably was ultimately really, uh, important is that we had this separate doctor's appointment. The initial time I talked to a doctor previously was just during his 11 year old checkup. I had his brothers with me and it just wasn't like a, a great place to have a conversation. But this doctor's appointment was my son and I. And the doctor, and we were able to speak freely. I wasn't disciplining another child or trying to keep somebody busy. And, and we were able to give the discussion the time that it deserved. And in that, the first thing that the doc, we, we, you know, you go in and you start talking to the doctor about what's going on. And he handed my son a questionnaire, which um, I will say, just as a compliment to my oldest, he is, his ability to be vulnerable and to truthfully talk about his feelings, I think is pretty amazing. I think... Maybe it's one of the reasons why he ultimately was depressed, but I think it's also one of the reasons why he's not anymore is because he is willing to talk about that stuff. So he took this questionnaire and he was very honest about how he was feeling and, and he answered that question pretty honestly. And like I said, the results came back that he was moderately depressed. Uh, um, within that doctor's appointment, and I can't remember all of the details, but the doctor did ask me to leave the room. And he talked to my son without me, which is a little nerve-wracking as a parent. You kind of think, like, what are they talking about? But I think the doctor just wanted him, again, to be able to talk about the things that were bothering him. Within that conversation, when I came back in the room, the doctor said, yeah, you know, it sounds like he's he's struggling with some things. He mentioned this time at the beginning of fifth grade, he had had a physical altercation with a couple of kids who kind of dragged him across the playground. And that was something that he mentioned to the doctor well, probably like eight months later. So it was definitely something that what had affected him. I think it just affected who he was in school. And it was just interesting to hear that from the doctor. That was something that was still bothering him. Uh, so we had this diagnosis. And, and um, one of the things that I want to say, I think I talked about it in that episode, is that this diagnosis left us, the doctor didn't suggest medication. My son wasn't um, so severely depressed that he thought he needed it. Uh, so, but the doctor did suggest therapy, and that's one of those things. It's it's hard as a parent actually when you get a diagnosis like something like depression. You almost there's a part of you that almost wants medication. Like, would that be a great easy band aid to put on this? Like, here I am with a son who was crying uncontrollably two days ago, and now I just need to have him start seeing a therapist. That seems like it's going to be such a long process. But we did find a therapist um, who had a great connection with my child. So for us, uh, and I think that that's, that's really important for us. My, my um, son saw a therapist that happened to be a male, a younger male. And I think that allowed him to connect with that person. I feel like that was a real important part, part of the process. Excuse me. Um, so uh, we did start a therapist. Um, and we started a therapist kind of right away. We felt like I knew that this was not something that could be ignored. And my son worked with that therapist weekly. Um, he had a couple of things happening for him. Uh, one of the things that we chose to do is switch schools. 
he needed a fresh start. He had ended fifth grade. Um, he could have stayed at a small charter school, but then decided to go to our local public school, which ultimately was a fabulous decision. But it was something that was stressing me out as a parent, too, because not only did I have a child who was depressed, but he was going to go through this huge shift of changing schools and not really having any friends because part of the the depression kept him at home. He wasn't really reaching out to anybody, and it was a new school to begin with. Um, but he was kind of keeping to himself. So I was really concerned about that. Um, so he had worked with a therapist from May through to the beginning of the school year. The therapist did some great work with him in terms of uh, transitioning and goals and what being successful in school would look like. And I, I can't, I'd have to ask my son more specifically what shifted, but he he saw that therapist weekly for about six months and then... Uh, he was doing all right. You know, he, it was like, he was able to process some of those emotions and move through that state and back to kind of just being a normal kid with ups and downs. Uh, and at the same time, kind of asked to start seeing the therapist less, but we knew that it was time. So he went from weekly to every other week. And then earlier this year, we just stopped it completely. Um, and I have, he's in sixth grade now. He's had some ups and downs in sixth grade. So we do have the therapist kind of at our fingertips if he's, he went through something a little challenging um, earlier this year and I was able to call the therapist and kind of check in with him. And I think our goal is to maybe do a couple check-ins this summer too, just ahead of seventh grade. That's kind of what our story looked like. I'm hoping that that story will help someone else. Just kind of in summary, I for sure knew my child was depressed and was ignoring it and waiting, thinking maybe it would just get better. For us, it didn't. The only thing that made it better was getting the diagnosis and ultimately seeing a therapist. Um, And I, you know, I have to say uh, that it was very hard to go through it, but I think it was so important. I can talk to my son now about how that felt and how he feels now. And we've had, we can have some really great hard discussions about things like, suicide, right? That was not ever a place where he was at. Um, But I can talk to my son now about understanding why somebody might might take their own life and how he felt down in the dumps at one point and how he's worked through that and now feels different. And, and so I'd like to be able, it's, it's great that we can now, we've gone through it and can see the other side and can also see how things get better. And I think that is a really important lesson for my now sixth grader, well, now seventh grader, is that he had came, was in a really hard place and now he's feeling better. And I just think that that's overall a great life lesson is that things can get better. And he has such a great example of that. So that's our story. I hope it helps somebody. I felt like I wanted to get it out there. Um, and thanks again for supporting us on Patreon. And I hope you enjoyed this little snippet of our personal story and um, stay tuned for more. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I would love for you to become a supporter on Patreon. Find the link in today's show notes and check us out. You're going to be getting some exclusive audio content over there. And thank you to those of you who do sign up and are now a Patreon of Boys Built Better. I really appreciate it. You can find the show notes for today's episode on www.boysbuiltbetter.com. Thanks for listening.